This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So I think a lot of us probably suspect that uh, our health insurance companies that uh, cover us do all they can to make money and pay out as little as they possibly can. And stories like the next one we're talking about are a reason why, and they are maddening. Uh, The case involves Christopher McNaughton, who was a Penn State student suffering from ulcerative colitis, struggling for treatment, struggling to find a treatment in the works, went to the Mayo Clinic uh, here in Rochester, uh, got the treatment that that did work, thinks his problems are alleviated, then insurance, United Health, flags it. And uh, the following story was laid out by our next guest. David Armstrong is a reporter for ProPolitico. He joins us on the John Schuster Cobalt Banker Hotline. David, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Pick up the story from there now. So uh, this Penn State student suffering from ulcerative colitis seemingly finds a treatment that works, and then what happens? Well, uh, and, and thanks for having me, first of all. Uh, you know, just to give you a, a little bit more context, you know, this was a very severe case of ulcerative colitis. Mm-hmm. This was a kid kid who was a college basketball player, had to drop out of school, basically, uh, you know, a prisoner in his own home. He couldn't leave because of the severe symptoms, you know, bloody diarrhea 20 times a day, uh, anemia, fatigue, cramps, pain. I mean, this was a really miserable existence. And he, he searched for a number of years for some treatment that would help, and finally ended up in, in your neck of the woods at the Mayo Clinic with one of, you know, the more renowned gastroenterologists in the country who devised a drug cocktail that actually brought his disease into remission. So for two years, he was on this treatment and his life changed. He, you know, he enrolled at Penn State. He was on his way to a degree. And then United out of nowhere flagged his case as a high dollar value case and uh, said that they were not going to pay for his treatment anymore. And, and to back 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 up to so that he's like he's insured through Penn State. So United is insuring students at Penn State mainly because most of them are healthy, right? And the and that and it's low payouts with those students. At what point does his family say, "Okay, um, we're going to fight this"? And take me through that and how United how United fought back against his and his family's claims. Sure. So you know he, his care is very expensive. These drugs are. You know, uh, they're they're overpriced. Let's start with that. They're effective, but the amount that's charged is not uh, commensurate with with the benefit uh, as judged by healthcare economists. So um, they are expensive drugs, but they work. And, um, you know, the family couldn't afford to pay for these out of pocket. There's just no way. So if they don't have insurance, you know, he's really up the creek. 
So they immediately, you know, started asking for explanations. Um, and eventually they were told that doctors working for United reviewed his case and determined that it was, quote, not medically necessary. And this is something that's pretty standard in plans that most people don't appreciate. You know, his drugs are covered by his insurance plan. But in this instance, they're saying the drugs are not medically necessary, and the plan allows them to deny care if they determine it's not medically necessary. It's a really vague definition that's frankly up to the interpretation of the insurer. Um, so that's what happened, and they started fighting back. Um, and what they learned, um, well, let me just jump ahead a little bit. They eventually filed a federal lawsuit because uh, United was again threatening to deny his care. And uh, the lawsuit uncovered uh, a number of, you know, really kind of unsettling details about how his case was reviewed. First of all, one doctor who reviewed it hasn't treated a patient in 40 years, never treated a patient for ulcerative colitis. Um, and he admitted in a deposition that he didn't even do his own review. He rubber stamped, literally cut and pasted the recommendation of a nurse. So that was one review. Um, and another review that was done actually found um, that he should, his care should be covered. And in fact, if it wasn't covered, he could suffer some really serious health consequences. Well, when United got that review, the, the person in charge of reviewing Chris McNaughton's care literally buried the report, never considered it, never shared it with anybody, went back to the company that provides these reviews for, for United and said, we wanted to go to the doctor who was saying he shouldn't get the care. So um, this was just all really troubling um, and an insight into what happens behind the scenes, which is something we rarely ever get. No one ever sues these companies. It's a, just a long, horrible, costly journey. And that's what I was going to ask you. We're talking to David Armstrong from ProPolitico talking about this story, is that you would think if the family pushes back initially through at least the most common routes that other people use, that there would be at least a discovery or at least an admission, okay, yes, these are the drugs he needs, but they continued to fight this, which is just, to me, mind-boggling. As you just mentioned, even a report that suggested, yeah, he needs those drugs. They buried that. It's what, is, what kind of contact have you had with United, and I guess what's their explanation for why they continued to fight this? Well, you know, we, we, we tried to engage United early on in this process. We were really interested in what they had to say about how this works and, and the behavior that we saw in the case of Chris McNaughton. Um, but, you know, they made a decision that they were not going to answer our questions. They gave us a three-sentence statement that basically said, you know, in the end, we did end up paying for his care uh, and that he was getting doses that were higher than what the FDA recommends, which is true, but this is a common practice. It's called off-label off -label prescribing. It happens about one in five prescriptions in America. Um, so uh, that, that's the response. You know, the other thing that was really interesting about his case is uh, insurance companies tape everything. You know, they record everything, <laughs> even their own internal conversations. And so part of the lawsuit, um, Chris's lawyer was able to get some of these recordings. Um, and it was, it was really amazing to hear the United employees talking so cavalierly about this life-saving care for this kid. At one point when one of the United doctors says, you know, we're not, we shouldn't pay for this, it's not medically necessary, one of the executives on the call started laughing, yeah. literally laughing, a long laugh.
Um, and, and that really, when you know, I talked to Chris McNaughton about it. When he heard that, it, it just it just cut him to the core. I, I it would drive me crazy. It would, and they they refer to his mother as this woman. I, I listened to the call. Mm-hmm. That would drive me crazy. And this again, uh, we're, again, we're talking to David Armstrong. Forgive me, David. I said you were from ProPolitica. You're from ProPublica. He's the reporter. Yes, thank that, you. Yeah, that did this work. And th- as I was saying, to lead in this, this is so many people. I think just assume this happens. And they're so exhausted by even the thought of having to call the insurance company, be on hold, try to talk to the person you need to to try to fight things. And I think a lot of people assume that the insurance company knows that and they know that you're just going to give up. Yeah, it's a a very daunting system that's in place here. Um, You know, the other really unfortunate fact is when you're put in the position of having to appeal a denial from the insurance company, it usually means you're sick. You know, it catches you at a really bad moment. You're you're not at your best to fight this. You've got so many other concerns and, and, and trying to get your medicine or your treatment or your surgery that you need. It's just one more thing to add uh, to the list of, of stressful occurrences at that time in your life and then it's really opaque you know trying to figure out how you do these appeals right you know how you should word them it's not easy we're, we're going to hopefully in some future stories you know give people some really helpful advice on that um but you know most people give up you know we we put a stat in the story um insurance plans that are sold through uh, obamacare you know less than a one percent of people appeal a denial you know, it's, it's just crazy. They, they give up. They give up after the first call. They just think it's hopeless. <laughs> and the insurance companies are banking on that. I that that was going to be my next question for you. Is first of all, how do, how were you um, drawn to? How how did you get a hold of uh, Christopher Story? And B, is this something you're going to be continuing to do, trying to find stories similar to Christopher's and, and keep reporting on this very topic? Yeah. Well, thank you for that question because we're going to. Re- continue reporting on this, at least for this year. Um, we have a team of people. We think it's an important issue. Um, we know it affects a lot of people. Um, we're really interested in hearing, you know, you're in, in, in Minnesota. We're really interested in hearing from insiders at, at health insurers. You know, we want to know how this works. If there's problems, we want to bring them to the fore. So, um, you know, people should reach out to us. We, we want to hear from them. Chris McNaughton's story um, actually came to us um, through one of uh, uh, his, his uh, medical providers had learned that we were looking at um, healthcare denials and suggested to the family um, or suggested this case uh, to us. So, um, you know, once we learned more about it, we, we thought it was pretty revelatory and one that people should know about. It's a great piece and uh, one that makes you mad when you read it, but that uh, often is the case with good investigative pieces of journalism. So congratulations on that. And if somebody is listening right now, uh, David, and hears you and says, you know what, I might have a story for these folks. How do they get a hold of you? Yeah, thank you. So it's david.armstrong at ProPublica, which is P-R-O-P-U-B-L-I-C-A.org. You can also go to our website, uh, ProPublica.org and backslash health insurance. Um, and there's a way to contact contact us there as well. Wonderful. And you have my email. And if there's any updated to this story or any other story that uh, would be of interest to our listeners, please uh, don't hesitate to reach out, sir. Okay, appreciate that. David Armstrong from Publica on this uh, case of uh, this uh, Penn State student and the incredible battle with United Healthcare over uh, drug treatment. One eighteen News Talk eight three zero WCCO.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. My thanks to uh, David Armstrong from ProPublica about that very important story. and Lots of responses on the uh, Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line to 651-461-9226. Again, his uh, email is david.armstrong at ProPublica.org. In fact, somebody wanted his email because they're going through a similar situation. Um, My girlfriend is in the same position with another company. She doesn't qualify for one medication, is unable to take the second drug because of medical disease. Third, they will cover the first dose through IV medication, but the remaining is shots and not covered every 50 days. Uh, My daughter diagnosed with Ulcerative colitis one year ago, severe symptoms last three months, evaluated in Mayo Clinic and recommended infusion therapy treatment. Treatment last Monday in Mayo with significant improvement in symptoms. Uh, Also, Adam, I have colitis, a result of an accidental gulp of lake water that contained a parasite, cryptosporidium. I lost 45 pounds getting a correct diagnosis and clearing the crypto. My medications are covered by my insurance but are so expensive that I'm forced to buy them from a pharmacy in India. Illegal, you bet, but it's the only way I can afford them. Sad state of affairs with both insurance and price of drugs in this country. Um, that's the understatement of the year, and I know you go through that with your wife's situation, and it's extremely frustrating. And that's just it. It's like I was telling you, you know, I had a surgery to remove a, um, a cyst from my neck a couple of years ago. Went through it, thought everything was covered, and then this was almost – over a year later, I suddenly get a bill for like $500 for the surgery. And it's like, well, I thought this was already covered and taken care of. Mm. But that's the point where you're just – just the thought of having to pick up the phone and make a phone call and talk to someone to explain your situation is so daunting. And just, yeah. And especially if you're in a situation – like David was saying, if you're in a situation where you're sick or you're battling whatever it is you're battling, that's the last thing you want to do. And how many people even truly understand it when they call? You exactly. Know, truly understand them, you know, the medical insurance part of it, all the jargon that's used. You know, I, I frankly, I don't, and I'm 
Luckily, I have my wife who's dealt with this for years mm-hmm. and years and years with colitis and yep. Crohn's disease and medication after medication that wasn't covered. But then you have to go through an appeal process with a doctor. And it's I mean, it's it's happened so frequently that, you know, I it seems like every month I come home to a day where she's been on the phone with the health insurance companies for an entire day, seemingly, yeah. you know, going from person to person to person, waiting on hold, next person waiting on hold again. And, you know, her. Yeah, like her her parents right now. They're in their seventies. They have their own health problems. Sure, she makes calls on their behalf because at this point she understands it. Yeah, you know she's done it for that. She does it for her work as a physical therapist at a local hospital. It's like you know, for for people that are struggling and as you said are sick. Yeah, and you know don't have the mental capacity to spend on this crap. It's or a loved one. You know, yes. one of their loved ones who obviously is affected by the disease that the person is suffering. That leaving it up to them to do that when they mm-hmm. want to be caring for that loved one, it's just, it's asinine. And David also brought up a good point. First of all, the drugs shouldn't cost that much to begin with. Not. I mean, if you've got uh, something that works for someone and they're priced out of it, I mean, that is, talk about cruelty. I mean, <laughs> I mean what the uh, uh, utmost Start with cruelty. insulin. Yes. Yes. We've talked about that for the last two years. I have a friend of mine, or a fellow uh, softball coach, who has a very skin condition, and he wears long sleeve shirts all the time. And I, I remember bringing up this is a couple of years ago. I said, didn't know about his condition. I said, man, it's hot out. Why are you wear long pants? And well, I have this skin condition. And he goes proceeds to tell me that he too had a bunch of different drugs he was taking for it. Finally, finds a drug that actually works. It was like a miracle. He said it went away, and then the insurance company says, no, we're not going to pay for that drug, and it's just so expensive that he can't afford it. I mean, you talk about the ultimate cruelty where you find something that actually works. I mean, I can't even imagine the frustration somebody has having that condition then trying different things that are hopefully going to remedy it. They don't. You finally find one that does, and then they pull it away from you, yeah. and you can't use it. I mean, it's just the most ultimate in cruelty. Yeah, this, the, the arbitrary lines that are drawn in the sand, whether it's on drugs or you know, procedures that are covered, you know. Yeah. We went through IVF for our first ch- first child. For, right. Like us, for most, wasn't covered. Yeah. You and know? then to hear this story, like they didn't cover it based on some doctor who hasn't practiced in 40 <laughs> yeah, years. Exactly. And hasn't even treated someone for that condition. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Vinnie Boom Botts working <laughs> at the uh, health insurance company. Yeah, I'll sign whatever it is you got here. And he doesn't even do his own work. He copies and pastes it. Probably got a notary on it, too. I was going to say, <laughs> back to our notary coverage. <laughs> By the way, boy, you want to blow up the phone lines here at WCCO Radio. Get into some notary public talk. Uh, we were questioning, well, how does one become a notary in the state of Minnesota? And that was the first question. And the second question we pondered was, if you're a notary, can you notarize your own documents? That is a resounding no. If you're a notary, you cannot notarize your own documents. And to become a notary, if you so choose, you go to the Secretary of State's office and you, I think it's 100 what did I see? I think it's $150 application fee. They do a background check and then you become a notary. Okay. Is that... Easier or more difficult than like becoming a uh, efficient for a wedding? John Hines. Yeah. Our guy Heinze is in a – yeah, but I think my buddy – our friend uh, Jimmy Francis is also has that ability that where he can perform weddings. So, yeah, maybe if Jimmy's listening, text or call in, how do you do that? <laughs> and is that more – would you rather be a notary – or an efficient. Is that what you call it? Efficient. Efficient? Yeah, I think so. So you're not like a f- true man of the cloth. 
Mm-hmm. You're just the guy that can officiate a marriage. Boy, that's a tough one. With the officiant, you get a meal. Good point. That's nice. A party, yeah. Yeah. Of course, you got to be. You don't want to be too nuts. You don't want to be like the. You know, and it takes up your weekends. Takes up your weekends. Yeah. The notary, that might. Oh man, what's? I think that's held in a little higher esteem, isn't it? If you're a notary, yeah. I think so. I think so. Because yeah, it just sounds. I'm a notary public. That's right. <laughs> you get the stamp. I don't know if you're an officiant. Do you get the stamp too? I don't think you do. Uh, somebody suggested it's also how you become a taxidermist. <laughs> <laughs> Taxidermy. Are there still taxidermists around? Oh, I'm sure there has to be. I've, get, I've taken a couple of deer heads to a taxidermist. Okay. Had a fish at one point, but now most people do the, uh, for fish, they do the replicas. So I'm. is that still a taxidermist? Does a taxidermist still create the replica? I, a replica? So you just, what, take a picture of the fish you got and You, t- send you it- measure it? Uh-huh. Take a picture of it and then they recreate it. I guess then that's, you keep the, keep, that's nicer to the fish. Yeah, you keep the, the then you put the fish back and yeah. you don't have to kill the fish. Somebody suggests it's not a joke. That's exactly how you become a taxidermist. You need to file of you so you need to be, have an application. I mean, with the state to become an official taxidermist. Do you have to have proof of your work? I don't know. Proof that you can do the tax. That's got to be some work. old school blue law where, or not blue, or what are the, the, the law where it's like a taxidermist must have been at some point like an officiant of the state. If you're a taxidermist, can you also do a wedding? <laughs> or can you be a notary? <laughs> <laughs> notary slash taxidermy. That's right. We do them both here. Get a full deer like next to you <laughs> yeah. up there. Which one are you here my, for? I just put some of my animals here. And, uh, as I do the weddings, uh, step on up. <laughs> Let me get a good measurement. Eh? <laughs> One thirty News Talk 830 WCCO. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Do you uh, privately, to yourself, shame your neighbors? Is that why uh, you do the things you do around your house, around your yard, or in the winter, around your driveway? I found myself in that uh, in that boat today. Adam Carter in for Chad on this Friday. Chad will be back on Monday, thankfully. He's on the road to recovery. But I was, I got home uh, from being up north last week, and we got like a dusting, maybe an inch of snow. So the snow was still on the on the driveway when I got home, and I had a burst of uh, energy. So I went out quickly. Uh, shoveled the driveway, and then I realized at the end of the driveway it had been the plow had come by, and it wasn't a huge pile, but just enough big crust at the end. So I took the old uh, we have the ice kind of pick, kind of not a pick, but it's like an ice scraper, the heavy duty metal one. 
and I wasn't going to do it, and I started going to town on the end of the driveway. And then, you know, one chunk comes up, and then you get the one chunk that comes up, and then you're like, oh, God, now I've been, I'm in it for the long haul. I can't just take the one chunk. I've got to finish here. Feels good. It does feel good. If it comes up easy, you know, you try a couple of – so I managed to get all the ice off the end oh. of the driveway. Thank, Thank you. And I was, I'm going to say I was proud of it. I, <laughs> Suburban dad. I'm, you don't have much more. I don't have much, much to be proud of these days. <laughs> But man, that clean end of the driveway, the 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 down to the concrete, I was awfully proud of that. And I found myself today getting in my car and backing out, and again admiring, even some days later, admiring that <laughs> no, I didn't have any snow or ice at the end of my driveway. Standing out there like a rod with the, with the well, ice. Then I decide, I've got to be honest with you, and I decided, you know what? As I drove back out of the neighborhood, I'm gonna say, let's see how many other my neighbors uh, have have achieved that accomplishment. Now there's one guy at the end of the road I live on who's a super handy you can tell he's washing his car almost every other day one of these guys that mm-hmm. everything is spotless. So I'm pretty confident that his end of his driveway is going to be the same way. And I will say his was and I think only one other person. And everybody else had that frozen hump at the end the speed bump, mm-hmm. the frozen speed bump at the end of the driveway. And I'll, I, I'm going to admit it, on a 50,000-watt radio station right now, I silently judged everybody. <laughs> Not judged, but just, I guess, feeling superior in You my put them mind. in their place mentally. <laughs> That's a big bump. There. Where to go, Gary? Oof, look at that one. Watch, the, watch your shocks on that one. <laughs> and I'm thinking, why? so why do we do that? Why, why did I make that effort when I... When everybody else just, you know, it's flipping cold out. That stuff is like concrete. It's going to freeze. Why didn't I just leave it? Because there's no shame in that. Why do we do that? Just to, in our own mind, say, you know what? It's a, is, it, is it the same as, I suppose it's the same as having a clean house or a clean garage? Is it, is it just a, is it a comfort in our own mind that, the job is done because it's not a big deal. It's not like you're, that's really going to wreck anything. If you've got the ice at the end of the driveway and a texter to the city's one plumbing talk and text line, six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six snow melts every year. It's your driveway, not your bedroom. It's true. So what's the big deal? Well, do we look down upon other people if they're, if their driveway is not clear? What? It, I mean, you can, I guess, does it say something about you? Because, I did the only other one of the other people that had the perfect clean end of driveway. Their whole their whole driveway was absolutely spotless of any residue snow. Now I even have I'll I've got some patches of frozen snow on the driveway, but this was immaculate. And I in my mind I'm thinking there's a guy that gets it done. There's mm-hmm. a guy who will not stand for anything on that driveway. Well, what's what's the line then that we should draw when we say you know like a lot of cities. If your grass is above a certain, right, you know, they'll they'll send somebody out to cut your lawn and bill you for it. Mm-hmm. Is there a line? I mean, can you just never shovel? If it snows one inch, six inches, you just drive over it. If no it's your deal. driveway, you know, is that okay? Is that okay in your mind? I mean, well, obviously, it's not okay in your mind because you're already judging everybody else. I am but, ju- I'm just you know what's it. what's the level of okay? You got a little snow in your driveway. Okay, you've got the hump. This person's got the tracks. The thing that drives me nuts in my neighborhood, there's mm-hmm. a few folks that you can tell get up early and leave early, you know, go to work, go to the gym, whatever, like, yeah. you know, 5, 6 a.m. Yeah. 
And after an overnight snowfall. They'll get out and clear it before they back out. They won't clear the whole driveway. They'll just clear a path for each of the tires. I've, I've done. Are you like, just for the path of the tires? Just for the path oh, no. of the tires. I'm not that it's bad. It's like two shovel widths or snowblower widths just to get the tires of the car out so that they don't uh, pound the, you know, right. pound the snow. Well, into that's the frustrating. I mean, I, I have been able to. I've got the last snowfall, significant one. I got up early and cleared just one half of the driveway because I knew my wife was going to back out, then I was going to back out, and then I, eventually I will get the rest of it. But no, no, the, just for the tires. Just you know, the that's tire. That's... I mean, if you're going to make that kind of commitment, <laughs> just clear the half of the driveway. Let's go here. Uh, but, no, I've done that because it's very frustrating to back over uh, the snow, and then you've got the tire marks. Like, you're not getting those. <laughs> See? It's there even go, worse. Suburban it's even, Dad. It's I so know. That's frustrating. Ah, <laughs> oh, I could be so angry. <laughs> this is why I drink at night. <laughs> or if, it's a, if, if you get the snow at the end of the driveway and then somebody drives over that, then it's like, oh, man, because that just packs it down. And, I mean, that's like – such a significant amount of work to get that. I will say I'm jealous of people, and I think I'm jealous of you too. Which way does your driveway face? Southeast. Uh-huh. Yep. See? My that driveway. wasn't part of the planning either. My we driveway. Lucked. Yep. You got- say my driveway faces north, oh. and I am jealous every year of the neighbors across the street that seem like we put in about the same amount of effort in clearing yeah. snow. But for some reason, and we know that reason, it's that direct sunlight. Sun, yeah, boom, especially late, right late in the season, oh, too, March. Oh, man. That is going to help tremendously. I mean, this weekend, they are going to just, their driveways are going to look delightful. Yeah. And mine will look the same as it does right now. <laughs> I will say I'm a little, a little, a little jealous. More than, more than a little jealous. I have a heated driveway. I'm trying to increase my carbon footprint <laughs> from the texture. Back to our conversation to start it with. Uh, is your mailbox as clean as your driveway? No, nope, we've got one of those uh, neighborhood mailboxes that it's up at the end of the road where oh. we all've got. We don't have the mailbox. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I'd rather my. I'd rather have my own mailbox. I got my own. Got drilled by a teen driver last year in the snow. Did it? Taking the curve a little too yep. tight. Boom! Did you just tape it up to the post again, or did you have to replace the whole thing? Uh, did it, you see that like a temporary fix? I, I the- had a temporary fix from about January to. You know, April when the ground finally thawed and I had to get a new one. My neighbor put some water softener salt on the end of the driveway. At the end of the plowed-in driveway, it helped loosen it. Yeah, I've heard that. We've put the water softener salt down before. Probably not good for the environment, though. Um, My fish might like it. (laughs) Is $12 worth of rock salt take care of? Oh, $12 worth of rock salt takes care of all the ice. Paul in Coon Rapids is asking me if I'll come do his driveway. It's a long way to drive. If you lived closer, Paul, I might think about it. Because it's a workout, too. You get that ice picked on. And I'm a sweater, too, so I was just drenched after getting it done. <laughs> Taking the but coat off. I was off so right proud. Away. But I was so proud. Hun, you got to take a look at take this. Take a look at this. <laughs> Kids, come out here. Hey, babe. <laughs> come out to the end of the driveway. Take a look at how clean that is. Hey, you can eat something off that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> I picture you standing out there as folks in the neighborhood are walking their dog. Take a look at that. Take a look at this. Well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't like overtly say it. I just kind of just drop something. Say, yeah. oh, excuse me. Notice that didn't get uh, dropped in any snow, right? <laughs> That's right. It's clean. Folks. I'm just going to walk down to greet you without slipping. That's right. Uh, a Michigan man says his son ordered uh, $1,000 in food from Grubhub. How would you handle that? 
That's the question for you. It's 147 on WCCO. Your Linda's construction time check is a 151. Time to save on infinity from Marvin Windows. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this one. Little goo-goo dolls? Goo-goo dolls, that's right. Infinity from Marvin Windows, 50% off installation labor at our friends at Linda's Construction. We're doing balloon tunes today, balloon tunes in honor of the Chinese balloon that might apparently over, uh, over Missouri now. Too bad it didn't come a little further north. Would have been nice to see. Would Say have been hi. nice to see the Chinese balloon. Wave at it like when you see the Google car coming down the street. That's right. <laughs> Hope you get uh, permanently on the uh, on the map quest. You could find me right now. Last time Are I was you coming on? around, I was walking the dog. Really? Yeah. They blurred out my face, though. Disappointing. That is disappointing. No. If they would have asked permission, would you have said, yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. On there. It'd be a star. <laughs> Google stars. Um. I'm kind of surprised that more people are silently judging their neighbors like I am. I, I think you all do it. You're just not admitting it. Uh, so a Michigan man says he was left with a $1,000 bill after his six-year-old son ordered a virtual smorgasbord of food from several restaurants last weekend, leading to a string of unexpected deliveries and possibly a starring role in an ad campaign. Uh, Keith Stone, Keith Stonehouse. By the way, that's a tremendous name. <laughs> if your if your name is Keith Stonehouse, <laughs> you better be like a bouncer, <laughs> or <laughs> I just see you like in tight jeans and a tight T-shirt. I'm Keith Stonehouse. <laughs> you could be a cop or a porn star with that. Keith name. Stonehouse yeah. says uh, says the food piled up quickly at his Detroit area home Saturday. Right after he let his son use his cell phone to play a game before bed, he says the youngster instead used his father's Grubhub account to order food from one restaurant after another. The boy's mother tells the Associated Press that Grubhub has reached out to the family and offered them a $1,000 gift card. The company also considering using the family in an online promotional campaign. Do you want the gift card? Do you... Do you want somehow to get your money back? I, I suppose the gift card can't be used for the expense already paid, right? No. Mm. But I suppose, you know, the. how do you know that? How do you know, like, then anybody could order food and say, well, my kid ordered that. I'm not paying for that. Uh, Keith, St- <laughs> they use his full name again. <laughs> Keith Stonehouse. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree to do this story, but you have to print my full name every time you refer to me. Keith Stonehouse said he was alone with his son while his wife was at the movies. When the son ordered jumbo shrimp, salads, shawarma, and chicken pita sandwiches, chili cheese fries, and other foods that one Grubhub driver after another delivered to their home. Kids got good taste. I really didn't find it funny, added Keith Stonehouse. <laughs> but I can laugh with people a little bit. It's a lot of money. It kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> Keith Stonehouse again. <laughs> full name said his son ordered food from so many different places that Chase Bank set him a fraud alert which declined a $439 order from Happy's Pizza. <laughs> but Mason did manage to get a $183 order of jumbo shrimp from the same restaurant that arrived at the family's home. Keith Stonehouse said it took the arrival of a few orders of food for him to realize what was going on. By that time, there's nothing could be done to stop the food from coming. Keith, Keith Stonehouse told the AP that Mason is extremely intelligent, has been reading since he was two and a half. He's very smart, not your average six-year-old. She said her husband just used 
the Grubhub app on his phone to order dinner before she left. Probably left the app open. She said her son took the phone, hid in his basement, and proceeded to order <laughs> food after food item after food item. Oh, that's tremendous. That is a smart kid. Happy's Pizza, I can't get some pies? Fine, I'll go for the jumbo <laughs> shrimp. $439. <laughs> that's a lot of zah. That is, I, mean, I mean, if your average pizza is what? Twenty-five bucks. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pizza. Might she, just be one pizza and a hell of a lot of toppings. That's true. They have <laughs> how much to, pepperoni you want? Twenty times the original amount. <laughs> and my dad is named Keith Stonehouse. <laughs> <laughs> they have to use this family in, an, in a hopefully a Super Bowl ad for Grubhub. Yeah, thankfully my kids have never ordered a thousand dollars worth of food, but. We have story after story after story of kids getting on the phone and ordering things that they shouldn't be ordering. Or usually it's a game. It's like, you ordered how much of this? Oh, my my daughter is okayed things on the Alexa. You know, she'll ask to play oh, a song, and yep. all of a sudden Alexa asks if you want to sign up for Amazon Music. Yep, we're signed up. She also did it for um, their, I don't know what it's called, is this Amazon Books or something, okay. but their, you know, audiobooks yeah. service. She signed up for that. I had to figure out how to go into the app and say, no, stop it. Yeah. You're not allowed to ask that question anymore, Alexa. Quit yeah, it. Right. Maybe Keith Stonehouse's kid is underfed. Good for him. I love how everybody's referring to Keith Stonehouse with the full name as they text <laughs> it. I, I hope Keith Stonehouse has a food saver machine and a chest freezer. Right. So you can save some of that food. Shaletta Brundage making news again. It's her birthday today. Guess who sang your happy birthday? She'll have to tell us next. It's Feisty Friday with Shaletta coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 